five, four, three, two, one. We're live, folks. Let's try this again. Take three, action. We're live. It is Monday, April 8th, 2019. Hello, everybody. Yet again, it is Gabriel Hernandez. This is a G Meeker MMA show, episode 182. Thank you all for joining in. For those who don't know, now you know, wherever you find your podcast, we are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, wherever the fuck you get your podcasts, we're available there. So I thank you guys for joining in. Um, we are live on Anchor Radio, Anchor.fm. For those who don't know and those who would like to start a podcast or who don't have a podcast or maybe looking for a new home to host their podcast off of, I found this easier than ever. I mean, it just came to me like a, like a distant memory, like something I was long waiting for, like it came to me when I needed it the most. But Anchor, like I said, it's easy as hell. It's as simple as one, two, three. All you really need is an email account, passcode, and a beautiful voice. And and skills, broadcasting skills. That's all you really need. It's it's super easy. And like you literally just uh sign up, create your username, passcode, broadcast. The best part about it for me, I feel, is because it helps you with everything else. When you use the Anchor app, it literally shows you step-by-step step how to set everything up. If you have questions, there's audio-provided voices that guide you through it. It's super easy. And um, also, the best part about this, this is the best part, is because it's a problem that I used to go through when I first started podcasting, was getting my podcast out there on platforms, on separate platforms. You heard me say iHeart. You heard me say Spotify, etc., at first, when I first did it, I was uploading audio to one place. It was on one spot, for example. It was just on, basically on um, Anchor Radio. So anybody that listens to podcasts on many other different apps, I've, I've gone through the struggle of people asking how they can encounter these apps, how, how they can listen to the show, how they can support it, how they can hear it. And I'm just like, dude, I don't, I mean, there's, there's a lot of other ways, you know, if you have an iPhone it was like, for me, I think it was like at one point, it was only going to one place. So I was uploading it, and it was only getting released to that one spot. So that one feed, it was only getting it to that one feed. So whoever had that device or like that app or so were only able to listen to it there because it was only being put out there. And before, I didn't know how to put it anywhere. I was saving it. Uh, I had all the audio, so I didn't really know where to upload it too because there's like soundcloud there's all these other places youtube all these major places that you could upload to but i didn't know nor did i have the knowledge so like i said when i found anchor i feel definitely is easy and it guides you straight through everything you need to do it's easy as one two three like i said for anybody that wants to visit can you can visit it here at www.anchor.fm slash start one more time www.anchor.fm slash start follow us as well subscribe to our podcast there at www.anchor.fm slash g meeker mma show folks how about that for like a two and a half minute fucking ad over 
anchor. That was personalized, though. That's not, that wasn't one that was designed to be there um, in here. But like I said, welcome in, folks. we got a great show. It's Monday morning. It's getting hotter. Um, summer's slowly approaching. God damn it. I'm not excited about that because I don't like hot weather. I get hot, man. I start getting sweaty. I get all uncomfortable. And it, and it drains my energy, man. So, like, if you have a job outside or you do some shit that's outside, man, condolences to you because it's going to get fucking hot later on. But maybe climate change will stick in and uh, affect our weather in a positive way, in a selfish way, in a way just like, make it to where it's more colder and I can wear this nice jacket that I'm wearing right now. So that's what we'll do. Hopefully that happens later on. But uh, like I said... Welcome in. We got a great show. Uh, I mean, it's Monday morning. What else can I say? I mean, the weekend was good. I had fun. Uh, it was a long ass weekend, dude. Like Saturday, Sunday are considered the weekend days, but man, I felt like I had a long ass time. Like I, I got home from work on Thursday, and Thursday night to Friday to Saturday to Sunday. I mean, it just felt like they were prolonged. They're long-lasting. I, I, I couldn't sleep. I've been sleeping like dog shit lately, man. So, like, I really don't know what and why I've been sleeping that shitty. But, like, I just wasn't sleeping so good, man. I just I've been frustrated in my sleep. Uh, you know that feeling when you're, like, mad and you scream. And you maybe, you, maybe you talk in your sleep. Who knows? But you get frustrated in your sleep and you wake up and you just can't sleep like that. That's, that's the kind of feeling that I've been, ha- I've been having. Like, I've been sleeping, like, don't get me wrong and shit like that. But, like, I just haven't been frustrated. I don't know why. I was frustrated in my sleep. I've been having some annoying-ass people come up and pop up in my dreams and shit like that. So, it's like, I'm good off all that. So, I don't know why. But, yeah, the, the weekend was real long. I also got fucked up and stuff and had a lot of fun. My family came over. Um, some other interesting, exciting shit's happened. I'm not going to mention it on this podcast, but um, some real good shit's coming in. So that definitely means good future for our podcast. I'll tell you, it has, it has something to do with the production, podcast, and all the other future things that can come that are positive. Trust me. It's financially, it's going to be fucking amazing. I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of exciting things coming up, and I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm I'm very excited for the future. This year's gone real smoothly in a way. I've learned a lot so far, and there's a lot of shit coming up. So like, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, like I said, this little cousins came over and stuff, and you know, nothing too exciting. Sports and sports world, it was dead as fuck. I mean, I don't know if you watch baseball and shit. I don't watch that, all that shit, but I watch like fight fights and stuff. Like there wasn't any fights on. Um, UFC took a week off, I guess, uh, but not this weekend. This weekend, UFC returns. Um, Max Holloway takes on Dustin Poirier in the main event for the interim lightweight title. Um, that's gonna be exciting. Um, also, Israel Adesanya versus Kelvin Gaslam too. So we got a huge fight card um, uh, to be look to look forward to and. Uh, I can't wait for that, um, yeah, but other than that, man, I've just been sleeping, binge-watching shows, uh, what was the show I was watching yesterday, uh, I, like, I've been watching some new shows, not new to you guys, or new to anyone else, I, probably, people would probably be like, this dude's jumping on the bandwagon so lately, so late, but, like, I've been watching The Office, uh, another one, uh, I just got into yesterday was Breaking Bad, uh, what else, what other one, I mean, obviously, you know about Dragon Ball Z, I was watching Dragon Ball Z as well, um, but what else was I watching? 
Oh, the Boondocks, too. I, was, I mean, I've been catching up on some old, fun, favorite shows that I've been watching and been kind of killing my spare time with doing that kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I've been having fun, like I said. I've just been relaxed and chilling and obviously putting a lot of work in, like, behind the scenes and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've been doing all that, plus, obviously, working. I haven't taken any days off or anything like that, but... I've just been, I've been grinding at it, and I've been excited, and just can't wait, man. I'm really excited. You know, as time starts to come, as time starts to go by, and and things start to shape up a little bit more, I can, I can share to you guys exactly what's going on. It's very exciting, I promise you. At least if you're fans of me and fans of everything that goes, that's going on and stuff like that. Um, it's definitely going to be something really exciting. So I, I really can't wait for that. Um, definitely going to be super pumped up to, to share it in the near future and we got a little bit of time left until the new avengers comes out don't worry i can't wait to go and see it i'm gonna go and see it by myself in imax <laughs> i can't wait i'm staying the fuck off the internet to be honest with you it comes out on the 26th i will go and see it i'm staying the fuck off the internet though until i go and see it i don't know if i'm I'll have to stay off the internet for three days or so because it comes out on the 26th and I'm going to see it on a Friday. So probably the following Friday, I'm going to go and see it. But I'm trying to stay the fuck off the internet. Stay the fuck out the comment sections. Stay the fuck off people's mentions. Stay the fuck out of everywhere because I'm not trying to have any shit spoiled. And I said that last week. That shit pissed me off and I'm not trying to get pissed off because people like to spoil shit. It's breaking news. People post spoilers and shit like that so i just figure i'm good off that so yeah that's coming up um like i said other exciting really really exciting things I, i'm stoked i've been fired up all weekend about it um i've been thinking about it a lot um it's really good it's going to be super beneficial um a lot of exciting this a lot man it's a lot of exciting shit so i'm de i'm desperately excited for it and it's gonna be good can't wait uh but anyways, enough of me fucking talking. Good, goodness gracious! I bet like a, a billion people would have turned that off by now, hearing me talk about nonsense. I wasn't nonsense. If you if you really give a fuck about about me, you would give a fuck about everything that I said just right now. But anyways, like I said, thank you all for joining, and that is our podcast. I'm just fucking joking with you. But anyways, like I said, like I was saying earlier, the UFC returns. To State Farm Arena, huh? Saturday, April 13th, 7 p.m. Pacific start time. Live on pay-per-view, man. That's exciting. Uh, oof. Max versus Dustin Poirier. Main event. Calvin Gaslam versus Israel Adesanya. Co-main for the interim middleweight title. Winner will presumably face Robert Whitaker later on this year. As for the main event, winner will fight Khabib Nurmagomedov. Now, if Max wins, what happens? That's interesting. It's really going to be interesting. That's what's interesting about these 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 super fights. Like this is essentially a super fight. If Dustin wins, then there'll be a little bit more clarity on what will happen. You obviously know that he will fight for the title later on. Max, there's a question: Is he going to go to? Is he going to go to? She had a nice freaking ass, dude. Is she is, is he going to go to? Back down a featherweight. Is there still some business down a featherweight that he wants to take care of? What happens when he wins the 155-pound belt? What happens after that? It's going to be interesting. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, light heavyweight, Eric Anders versus Coolio Roundtree. Um, 
welterweight Alan Juban versus Beanie Siegel. Light heavyweight Olven St. Preux versus Nikita Krylov. Number two, that is a rematch for anybody that didn't know. First fight, Olven St. Preux Pru defeated Nikita Krylov by uh, Von Fluchoke, the OSP's famous choke. The <laughs> He, he, he submitted him. He put him to sleep, actually, in their first fight. So that will be a rematch. Um, who else is on that card? I know that's not the entire card, is it? I mean, other than the Max and Poirier fight and Holloway. I mean, I just said that. Other than Max and Dustin Poirier and Israel and Kelvin. I mean, it's an all right card, but a lot of people are mainly tuning in for the... Um, for the, what is it? I gotta watch the countdown show later too, so that just came out last night. I gotta watch that. But um, yeah, a lot of people are just tuning in for the top two main co-main events. That's a normal thing for casual fans. I mean, usually when we say this kind of shit, it backfires on us. And, and I mean, more notably for me, because every time I've watched a card, or previewed a card, or looked at it, and I'm like, oh, this fight card. And, and it's alright. It doesn't. It's not the best card that you could potentially look at from top to bottom on pen and paper, but it ends up being one of the best cards that you can possibly ever uh, look at. I mean, and, and experience because it, it's the ones we overlook. The ones we don't look at and we overlook are the ones that end up being some of the best cards. And that's happened on multiple occasions, and that's all right because that's only going to make the fights that much more impressive. That's only going to make more people want to talk about it. So that's going to be interesting. Now we're going to pull up, uh, pulling up UFC 236 while the Wi-Fi is loading as slow as possible. I'm trying to pull up, trying to pull up some shit. I'm trying to look at it, but, um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fights that people only tune in to see the main event. Am I going to pay $60 plus to see those? Uh, no. I mean, there was one point in time where I was, I was keen with knowing the results and, and reading like the the play by plays on on Twitters and stuff and on I don't mean not Instagram Instagram doesn't do much of that but like going on looking at people's live tweets live breakdowns and shit like that like I was keen with that and looking at highlights and stuff but nothing about watching the fights but you know if it's a solid card legitimately I will tune in I'll turn it on that will be a fun one for me. I mean, is this one going to be a fun one? I think it's going to be fun because the implications that the main and co-main event both have. I think it's an exciting uh, main and co-main. I think for the top uh, top of the uh, food chain when it comes to title fights, that, that's as big as it can get, man. And two two I mean two guys, I mean Poirier, Holloway for for. For a lot of other people, I feel like people are going to be putting that in the super fight category because of Max Holloway, because of Max' incredible unbeaten 11-fight win streak versus, you know, Dustin Poirier, who's surging. Dustin's a guy who beat him pretty convincingly back seven years ago, and now fans of Dustin Poirier, including myself, are very excited, pumped up, stoked, and and. and driven and motivated and happy to be seeing Dustin fight for the world title. He's getting a belt wrapped around his waist, potentially, and he's going to later on fight for the title and unify the belts later on this year. So what what other way for a Poirier fan would that – I mean, it, 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 it has so much implications later on. That's what's exciting about it. There's so much implications. It's very exciting to know what's going to be happening, what can happen for both of these men. I mean, for Max, he has an opportunity to solidify um, – 
solidify himself as one one of the best in the world. Even more, I mean, he's already considered one of the best in the world, but like for him to beat Poirier, get a second belt, two division champion, Max Holloway. Max Holloway's doing everything Connor's done. Max is doing his own thing, obviously, but you know he he's he's creating that legendary status by taking these big fights like this, fighting the way he fights. I mean, you can go back easily to the fight with Brian Ortega. It's for free on YouTube right now until the fight happens, and you can literally watch how fucking good Max looked in that fight. He looked beyond good. He was like he's having a sparring session, punching a punching bag. He treated it as if he was punching a punching bag, and he did more than good. Like, he... He... he Exceeded his expectations, so you're trying to give him a one out of ten. He, he probably got like 15, dude. Literally, he probably got 15. The score is probably 15, and because how fantastic he's looked. That's the thing. Like he's looked fantastic, and um, like he's looked fantastic. I mean, from from the start. I mean, since the start of his streak to right now, current present day, he's looked good. He's looked great. I mean, he's considered one of the best of all time. Ozzy Poirier is walking walking his way up there as well, too. And, um, and obviously he slipped up, like I said, in a couple of fights, but it's all right. Um, but, you know, the, the main thing is that both men are fighting Saturday, Sleep Chan Arena, for the interim title. And really, I mean, it's really gonna it's really going to show... Who's improved? Obviously, both men have improved over the years in the last seven years and stuff like that. But, like, who's improved the most? That's what it's going to show later on this this Saturday. Because you look at Poirier's career, obviously, he's improved significantly. I mean, the way he, the way he beat Jim Miller, I mean, was a close fight, obviously. Um, the way he beat down Eddie Alvarez in the second fight... Uh, I mean, Poirier's been on fire. I mean, I'm having, a, like, my mind's taking the shit right now, but Poirier's performances at 155 have lo- have looked nothing but impressive. I mean, you look at Justin Gaethje, for example. Look at what he's been able to accomplish, and you think Poirier's the guy to beat him. Justin Gaethje has two losses. One of those is to Poirier, and one of those is to Eddie Alvarez. Look at who, uh, look, look at, look at who, uh, Gaethje is beaten, but look at what Dustin, Dustin's beating Gaethje, that's Dustin's beating Eddie Alvarez, so that's considered, you know, you look at the, the math here, I don't want to really compare and say MMA math, MMA math, no, that's not what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is saying, like, both of these men have, have made some serious strides since, since first meeting, so, just, just as a lot of people say that Connor versus Max, too, would be completely different, because Max's conditioning, his ability, is how much he's changed, his output, his pace, everything, just... So much better now, and I definitely feel that this next fight will be, uh, it will be, it will definitely be a different fight just coming around because of the fact that, um, and we've only been live for 20 minutes. I feel like I've been fucking talking forever, but, um, yeah, so I feel like definitely it's going to be a different fight this time around because obviously they've changed a lot in seven years. I mean, it's different. I mean, I'm I'm glad we're getting this fight. I think it's a fight that's definitely, obviously, it's not the first fight that came to mind when it comes to this stuff. Like, I didn't I didn't imagine this fight happening for a while. Like it's not like it's not like I didn't ever picture it, but it's not something I was currently thinking about. So the fact is that we're getting that, and it's a good fight. Can't wait to see what happens, man. The winner fights Khabib. I mean, could we get 
Max versus Khabib again. I mean, remember the first time Max tried to get Khabib? He stepped up on short notice when Tony Ferguson, like, hurt his knees and stuff like that, or blew out his knee when he tripped over that cord and shit like that. But we almost got that Khabib fight then. That didn't come to fruition. Now we go back, and if Max beats Dustin, then we'll get that we'll get that uh, Khabib fight later on this year. So for a lot of fans, that's going to be super fucking exciting. So I can't wait for that one. Um, co-main event, obviously middleweight division, Israel Adesanya versus Kelvin Gaslam, which is also a very interesting fight. Very, um, very interesting fight to think about, break down. For the style bender Israel Adesanya, this gives us an opportunity to see what he's really about. It gives us an opportunity to see how he fares in the top of the division. I mean, beating all the guys that Israel's beaten. I mean, look at the guys Kelvin's fought versus the guys Israel's fought. Kelvin's more battle-tested. Kelvin's been through the ringers. Kelvin's come up on some short split decisions. He's had some unfortunate luck inside the octagon. Um, but he's also put out a lot of the best work, too. I mean, he's knocked out over Michael Bisping. His win over Johnny Hendricks. I mean, he beat down to Tim Kennedy. Everything Kelvin's been able to do is championship-caliber material. So for him getting a bell wrapped around his waist would complete, almost completely complete the saga. Because the ultimate fighter winner to being top contender at 170, going up weight class, being top contender at 185. I mean, he looked absolutely outstanding. Same could be said for his opponent. His opponent... Israel's undefeated. I think it's 15 or 16 and 0. And, you know, Israel has looked nothing short but spectacular. You know, his main event against Brad Tavares, he looked fantastic. Um, I think it was Rob Emerson, if, that's, if I'm not mistaken, who he fought and kept trying to take him down. Whoever that guy was, he kept trying to take him down. I think it was an Australian dude. Rob, I think I think it was Rob Emerson. I don't know if that's right, but he tried to take him down multiple times. Israel had showed spectacular takedown defense. Um, the Derek Brunson fight, he looked quick, calm, calculated, and, and, and sniper-like abilities and stuff like that. And he's just, he just, he looked fantastic. He's looked fantastic overall. Um... Has he been tested yet? Has he been battle-tested? Um, this fight will definitely show if he's going to be battle-tested because of the fact of who it's against and the implications and the top of the mountain. And we're really about to see what Israel Adesanya is about when he fights, fights Kelvin Gaslam. Definitely going to be an interesting fight. I can't wait to see it. Okay, like 20 minutes, like 19-something fucking minutes later, here we are. Um, but... What I was going to say was, we're going to preview the whole card, or talk about the whole card, but um, other than the main card, we got the preliminary card on ESPN. Regular ESPN was headlined by Jaylene Turner versus Matt Ferviola. Flyweight Wilson Hayes versus Alexander Pantoja. Max Griffin versus Zalim Imadev. And Bantamweight Boston Salmon versus Khalid Taha. Early preliminary cards on Fight Pass. Oh, they still use Fight Pass for fight, for cards. That's exciting. Curtis, Curtis, Melander versus Bilal Mohammed, Maltel Jackson versus Andre Sukumtak. Fly women's flyweight Lauren Miller versus Poliana Botello and Bantamweight Brandon Davis versus Randy Acosta. Mm, it's all right. I mean, if you look at the main card. A lot of people tune in for the main card, but, you know, it's not nearly one of the most stacked cards ever or anything else like like that or anything else, but, like, it is, it's alright. I mean, if you're trying to watch the main and co-main, then by all means, that's going to be 
one of the better experiences for you. But, you know, other than that, it's not really a solid-ass car. I mean, top two fights, pretty exciting. Um, UFC 237, is a, what's that? Maybe there's an upcoming card that could be t- talked about that's going to be stacked. That's why I was saying it. Um, Alistair Ophrim versus Alexi Olenek. Hmm. Wow, a lot of Russian people. Where the fuck is that card at? Russia? Oh, what the hell? No wonder. Oh, it's like St. Petersburg, Russia. So Overeem's going to Russia to fight a Russian. And there's a lot of other Russians on the card. So it's going to be a fucking Russian... A Russian... Uh, uh, what is it? A Russian, like... Bu- bubble bath or something. I don't know why the fuck I called it that. But it's going to be full of Russian people, dude. That's great. Uh, what else? I'm trying to see what other cards are going to be like. I want, I want something that's going to be like a, a completely solid card. Like... Something all of us can get excited about. Because it's like... You know how, like, UFC 200 came up, or UFC... The one that, the first one, Alvarez... 205, UFC 205. Alvarez McGregor, like a solid card coming up. I mean, Poirier versus Max is a very interesting fight. Um, obviously, John Jones just got announced versus Tiago Santos. That's going to be a good... That should be a good one, too. Um, I don't know what else, man. But... Yeah, there's some really exciting fights. I don't know why they can't. I can't see any other ones. I'm trying to see some other ones. Let me see UFC two. I'm just googling shit right now. I'm trying to see what the fuck's gonna. What, what's gonna be better than this? UFC two thirty eight. I don't know. I'm just trying to find. I'm just trying to find some shit that's that's solid. Like uh, that's all. Um. Oh, okay. This is exciting. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. UFC. Let me see. This one, I'd say, out of all of them, this one's probably like the most solid one. Um, at least in my opinion, it has some solid fights. UFC 238 has Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Moraes. That's an excellent fight. Valentina Shevchenko returns title fight, by the way, against Jessica I. Taiti Vasa versus Blagoy Ivanov. Ooh, women's strawweight. This is huge for the women's division. Tatiana Suarez versus Nina Ansaroff. That can potentially spell the number one contender for the women's strawweight division. So the 115-pounders. I mean, Tatiana Suarez is like the female version of Khabib Nurmagomedov. She just has that kind of pressure that's going to smother you, take you down. Use your, wrestling, use your dominant wrestling to shut down. Something you may even think you're better at. I mean, striking, anything. That's what Khabib does to people. He shuts people down. He makes world-class people not look so world-class. He takes them down and beats them up on the floor. Now, she, I could easily compare her to Khabib and just her grappling. Everything that she does is perfect. I mean, her last fight was perfect, too. She looked dominant. I mean, that fight with Carla Esparza, man, she beat the fuck out of her in that fight. That was brutal. That was hard to watch. So that's going to be interesting. Um, let's go like back like 300 fucking weeks. We just like blasted all the way in the UFC 238. But um, yeah, man, for Poirier, that's going to be a huge one if he wins. I mean, not only is it a big, it's, it, it's a bigger win for Poirier, I feel, because not only has he beaten Max already, but he beat Max after Max Lost after Max lost to Connor and went on that crazy streak. You look at it. Max will realistically go back down to 145, and from there, Poirier will hold the win over him. 
that's the thing. Poirier will hold a win over him. Max will go down to 145. Poirier will fight for the world title later on this year. I will unify the belts. But then for him, not only did he beat the featherweight champion, he got a belt and he stopped his streak. He stopped a guy that's not even in the current weight class right now. So that's why I feel that's going to be big for Poirier, definitely. But going for, for Max, this gives Max an opportunity to have some redemption. I mean, one of the three losses that he, he, he gets to avenge will happen this Saturday because he gets the opportunity to, to not only get revenge but also get a second belt. That's that's the upside for Max. Max gets a different belt. Poirier gets to beat. I mean, there's there's positives on both sides. For Max, he gets another belt. He gets a chance to fight and be a two-division champion later on this year. Poirier gets a chance to beat the featherweight champion. Um, stop him in his tracks, stop his win streak, and also fight for the title later on this year and have Max go back down to 145. So who knows what's going to happen, man. It's like definitely definitely interesting um, for Poirier. I barely have been supporting him for quite some time. I mean, Poirier has really solidly put in the work, um, you know, a championship mindset, follow his Twitter feed, everything. He's just focused, focused, focused. I mean, he looked good. I mean, his fight with Justin Gaethje was one of the best uh, one of the best I've seen. I mean, his fight with Jim Miller obviously was a close one. Um, the Eddie Alvarez fights, you know, he had Eddie hurt in both those fights. Second fight, he finished Eddie relatively similar to the way Eddie just lost in his fight in 1FC. Um, but... Other than that, you know, Poirier's look fantastic. I mean, his wins over Anthony Pettis and stuff like that. You know, he broke his, he, he, he caused an injury. I mean, I wanted to see that Ferguson fight. I wanted to see the Nate fight as well for for Poirier. That didn't, that didn't come forward and that uh, ultimately happened. But other than that, it was, you know, Poirier's really been putting in the work. I mean, for Max, Max has been putting in the work as well. He has a lot of interesting challenges in front of him too, so... It's really interesting to see what's going to happen with these two guys because it's definitely high implications. And, you know, how does Max fare against a Khabib? Is Max the guy to beat Khabib? Is Poirier the guy to beat Khabib? We, we don't know. We haven't seen Khabib against these top-tier contenders like we have. I mean, no disrespect to the guys that Khabib just fought. Obviously, just fought Connor. So you can, I can throw that out the window. He beat Connor. But like Ally Quinta, but like you know, solid contenders though. You, you go back and you look at you look at the list. Solid contenders: Dustin Poirier, solid contender; Max Holloway, a solid uh, a solid contender, a solid challenge, a current champion who's fought all types of the best fighters in the world, all different styles, and he's looked good. He's found ways to win against each and every one of them, and and made it relatively look easy, so I don't know what you want me to do, or want me to say about it, but Max has been putting in some solid work, and, you know, it, it's a win, I don't know who's going to win, man, I almost stuttered just saying that, because it's like, it's so interesting, so that's what I'm going to do this Saturday, for sure, so if I don't like text back or call, you know what, exactly what I'm doing, but that's like interesting, because the fight's interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see because there's implications on both sides. That's the thing. They're both sides. There's implications and there's positives for both sides. I don't want to see either men lose. It's one of those fights. But um, I just I, I want to see what's going to happen. I'm going to be happy for either either side. It just sucks, man. Especially when you love both fighters and it's really a fun, close fight like Poirier. And, and you know, like there's a lot of fights that people make that shouldn't happen because you don't want to see the other guy lose because they're so damn good. But um, it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I'm really, really excited for that. And for the, like I said, for the co-main, we really, really get to see what 
Israel is made of. I mean, Israel's been nothing short of spectacular inside the octagon. I mean, he's comparable to John Jones, his speed, his power, his accuracy, his nasty knees, his nasty kicks, his punches. He swings them around like whips, like like his quick pitch muscles and stuff. He just causes a lot of problems for anybody that he competes against. I mean, is that enough to keep Calvin Gaslam off? And Calvin Gaslam also has some serious power in his hands. He's very fast. His combinations are crisp. His boxing's fantastic. Fantastic! His speed, his footwork's good. His t- like his his wrestling, his fantastic wrestling as well too. So he can use that, put pressure on. But if he can't take Israel down, there's going to be some serious problems because Israel's a striker and comes from a kickboxing background, and Kelvin's a wrestler. You know, obviously he has great boxing as well too. So I'm not saying that he can't contest with them, but it'll be interesting to see what what will happen because you know wrestling is a key factor, pressure is a key factor, putting pressure on Adesanya, making him fight in areas that he hasn't fought in. That can be something that we can see that could be a problem potentially for him, but we don't know yet because we don't know. Maybe Kelvin knocks Israel Adesanya out in the first round. Maybe Israel Adesanya knocks Kelvin Gaslam out in the first round, and boom, there goes our fight talk for it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking about it, but realistically, we just don't know because this fight game is fucking crazy. So I don't know. I really just don't know. It's an interesting fight. Can't wait. Sleep Chan Arena, UFC 236, Holloway versus Poirier. Tune in, motherfuckers. The UFC should hire me for like a, a for a hype man because I like I pump it up. I talk about it. I put it. I put the work in for it. But anyways, like I said, um, what's next? I really don't know. Like, kind of. It's funny thing is it. Like it, it, it would look like a peer that I'm like sitting talking to myself, but reality, I'm just like talking to a bunch of other people like all at the same time. That's what podcasting is. That's what, that's what it is, man. Other than that, there's really nothing that's been catching the news as of late. I mean, other than the whole Artem Lobov and Jason Knight fight at Bare Knuckle Boxing. I mean, dude, that was brutal. Both of those men looked battered and beaten after that after that fight. It was like a unanimous decision win. Artem won. Um, setting up a fight for with Pauli Malignaggi later on this year. It was a hard fight. I mean, I haven't seen Pauli. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be realistic right now. I don't watch boxing like that. I've never watched Pauli fight. So all I know is he's a world champion. Obviously, he has some serious skills. Connor um, brought him in for a couple sessions. You all know what happened with him and Connor and the trash talk, all the bullshit that went down and stuff. But now we're getting a chance to see Arta versus Pauli. So, <laughs> if you want to think about it, it's kind of like a, a a 99 cent store version of Conor versus Mayweather. No disrespect, I'm 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 not I'm not throwing shade or anything, but I'm I'm saying it as for a lot of fight fans, that's kind of what it feels like because Artem, you connect Artem with Conor. Conor has had beef with Polly. Polly, um, people use Artem as a chance for Polly. I mean, like people use Artem as the um, way of getting back at Polly. So say, for example, Artem beats Polly's ass. He beats the fuck out of him. That's gonna feel good for Connor fans because Connor fans most likely are Artem fans as well. So it's gonna be it's be interesting to see what happens because uh, Polly's a world championship level boxer. Artem obviously has had a lot of experience, twenty plus fights in mixed martial arts and probably more fights that uh, that are unrec unrecorded and stuff that we don't know about. So it's gonna be a uh, pretty fun. I don't I think it's in June. 
June as fights happening, it's going to go down, but, you know, I'm not too big on bare-knuckle boxing and stuff like that, but, you know, for Bellator, like, if I go over to Bellator and watch some of their fights, I watch a lot of the, the best fighters and stuff there, like, you know, like, the, the, the championship title fights most of the time, mainly if it concerns the UFC guys most of the time, like, former UFC fighters in there, I'll go and watch and see them fight and stuff like that, you know, I didn't really watch the 1FC fights with Demetrius Johnson and Eddie Alvarez, I kind of just checked out the highlights, but, like, I'll tune in, like, say, like, Ryan Bay fighting or rampage or um like rory mcdonald and shit like that but i need to catch up to date with like my with my fight stuff like when it comes to other organizations and stuff like that but like mainly i mainly just catch the ufc ones and, and watch all the good fights i mean like i said last week or the like the week of um Gaethje versus Barbosa, that card, dude, the whole main card, I watched the entire main card, and dude, every single one of them deserved a bonus, it was so hard to pick, you couldn't even tell, you couldn't even, uh, you couldn't even give anyone a bonus, because you're trying to pick out of everyone who deserves a bonus, and you look at it, everybody deserved a bonus on that, on that main card, Josh Emmett, Flat, flat line Michael Johnson like that knocked him complete out had him falling down um I mean the way he fell like stiff like a fucking board I mean, Justin's performance over Edson there, there's no there's no substituting these kinds of things man that thing it happened and the way it happened is absolutely fantastic so like I said, glad UFC's back this weekend. Um, gives us all something to talk about. News, everything else in the, underneath the sun. Um, a lot more interesting things coming up. I'm fucking tired now. Man. I feel like I've just been talking for like four hours. I haven't really like been talking for four hours. That's the thing. But um, I think that's it. Let's get on to like some fight picks before we get out. Officially, um, for the main event, ah, that's such a fucking hard one to pick. To be safe, uh, I don't know, man. It's so hard to pick against Max because how good he's looked lately. And, I mean, Poirier, you can pick against Poirier. Um, it's not like Poirier, no disrespect or anything. I'm not saying it in a bad way, but if you look at people that have looked unbeatable, there's just people that you can't root against. So, I'm just, uh, to be safe, I say Max defeats Poirier by unanimous decision, wins the belt, and fights could be later on this year. Max by unanimous decision. Um, I'd say is uh, Kelvin Gastelum defeats. No, 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 no. I'm picking underdogs. Israel Adesanya defeats Kelvin Gastelum. Finishes him. Is that too? Is that too bold? Could we sense an upset? Or it could be Kelvin Gastelum just completely outclassing Israel Adesanya and showing him what the real deal is up at 185 pounds. How about this? Kelvin Gastelum, unanimous decision. Max Holloway, unanimous decision. If the under, underdogs prevail, then the underdogs prevail. That's all we're going to say. Thank you guys for tuning in, like I said. Um, you know where to find me, at G, the King underscore MMA on Twitter and Instagram. Follow my discussions. Follow everything. Definitely will I keep up to date with everything that's going on and shit like that. But um, like I said, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can find it in your mom's house too if you want to. I'm just kidding. Uh, but like I said, we'll be available on 
anchor.fm slash gmukermma show. Um, follow me, facebook.com slash gaybeatbaby123. But other than that, um, yeah, we should be back next week for sure. Definitely got a lot of, uh, definitely got to talk about them too because it's going to be, realistically, there's going to be history that's going to be made on Saturday night and we've got to talk about it the following week just like we always do. So, like I said, we'll be there to do that and I can't wait. One more time, G Meeker MMA out, baby. And by the way, I don't know why I say G Meeker MMA out, baby, if it's G the King. I think it's just because I'm so used to saying it for so long. But anyways, like I said, G Meeker MMA out.